We're back. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we are back. Um, yeah, uh, we didn't. We kind of disappeared. We did, and I feel like we've really set the tone for that. <laughs> to be honest, because I feel like every time I know we're like we're back. No, we're disappearing. <laughs> Look. I have no excuse. Actually, yes, I do. We, I feel like we both have plenty of excuses. Yeah. But you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. Life has been interesting. We do this every time. We do do this every time. We're very predictable. I feel like <laughs> we're for real this time. No, no, to, we're for real. We, we actually are, real. are. Like, as much as we joke about it, this is genuinely what we want. This podcast is something we're both so passionate about and would love to see grow and develop and, like, reach as many people as possible because we yeah. want to help as many people as possible. Yeah. And full disclosure, this podcast hasn't been a priority because we don't make ourselves a priority. And because this podcast is fully self-driven, nobody else is telling us what to do. It's literally coming completely from us. For me personally, like my priorities are like make money because like cost of living is fucked mm. and so i'm like working like working like a dog um and like doing everything for like my job and you're the same mm. but when it actually comes to taking care of us and like looking after us and doing things for us like this will like it has always come last yeah. and that's really fucking and that's because sad. we love this like yes. we love sitting down and being able to do this podcast yes but it's for us yeah. which means it comes at the bottom of the barrel exactly and that's and, like a tough thing to grapple with I think yeah. and I think both of us want to be able to like contribute to this more and mm. like be consistent and mm. because like this is the goal absolutely like for me when you know I'm like 21 now I'm actually like having to think about my life and career uh, uh, um and I'm like, people are like, oh, like, what do you want to do? And it's like, honestly, like, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to help people. I want to influence people. I want to influence change. I want to, like, I want to be a podcast girly. Yeah. That's the goal. I want to work in media. Like, that's yeah. the goal. And so. Like, I feel like you and I both have a really, like, dream scenario of there's how, like a dream scenario. of how this yeah. plays out and we're both very much on the same page of that yeah but like making that that a reality takes a lot of work and a lot of like free work as well yeah like, and that's the thing like we're very young to be able like and to do free work like it's not feasible all the time anyway but yes let's now that we've kind of like full disclosure like what the plan like what has been happening like actually tell me what's been happening with you like because we haven't spoken on the air in I like I actually want to say like 18 months yes so tell me since January 2nd 2023 the start of this year the mm-hmm. second day of this year what's happened since then um well I moved to Swan Hill which is you did. like northern Victoria Banana. um and that's been like a huge thing for me. So I'm like I'm living in Swan Hill during the week and then traveling back to either Woodend or Geelong mm-hmm. 
on weekends. So it's a lot of travel. I'm very exhausted, but I love my job. Truly, truly love my job. Yeah, tell the listeners what you do for work. Basically, I am a project officer at the moment working for an organisation based in Melbourne, um, but I work for the rural team, hence being in Swan Hill, um, and I'm delivering a project based on affirmative consent education. So there's been some recent changes to consent laws in Victoria, which is Mm -hmm. like really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. And this project is based on educating young people about what those changes mean for them um, and what it means like for society as a whole, I guess. Um, Yeah. So it's very exciting. I love it. That's so awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah. Um, So that's like work-wise – Um, and then I guess personally, I've just been like, I've had a, like a bit of a tumultuous year when it comes to my mental health. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like it's really been up and down. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think like the biggest thing that I'm battling at the moment is neurodivergence. Mm. Um, so like I got diagnosed autism, Mm -hmm. um, which I feel really indifferent about. Like one half of me is like... I don't even know, like, I don't feel that autistic, mm. but I can see it. I understand mm. the diagnosis. Yeah. Um, but then I'm like, I don't understand how this diagnosis helps me in yeah. any way, shape or form because it's not something that I can that I can fix. And I'm not saying that autism needs to be fixed. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't think that at all. But for me, I'm struggling a lot with who I am mm. and how my mental health Mm. and the way that my brain works is affecting me and is going to affect me in the future. Yeah. So, like, in my mind, I need to figure out a way how to deal with it and how to, like, understand how my brain works, but that's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. Um, And I think, like, the other big part is ADHD, so I haven't gotten an official diagnosis yet, Mm -hmm. um, but, like... There has been professionals that have said, like, I I see these symptoms in you. I Mm. want you to get diagnosed. I want you to go through that diagnostic process. Mm. And I've got the referrals to do it. I just can't bring myself to do it. It's also very fucking expensive. Yeah. So that's, like, one of the reasons. Um, And I was thinking about this last night because I was, like, I think, like, obviously that financial barrier is there. Like, it's, like, $1,200. Um, to get the assessment done, which is crazy. Mm. Um, and I keep saying that, like, that's the barrier, that's the barrier, that's the barrier, that's why I'm not getting it done. Mm. But then I think about it more and, I re- like, I'm aware, I'm very aware that I'm using that aspect, that particular barrier as a way to, like, get out of it mm. because I'm so scared. Yeah. Because, like, the more research I've done, the more I've learned about ADHD in women, I feel like my whole life is starting to make sense. Mm. And that's, like, a really comforting thing, but mm. it's also a really scary thing because, like, in... It's very confronting. Yeah, because in my mind I'm like, I think this is what's going to help me. Mm. I think getting this diagnosis, getting medicated for the right thing because, like, antidepressants for me have never worked I'm Mm. on them basically for the sake of being on them Mm. um and like I can never like fix my sleep issues and I get I get like optimistic when someone suggests something else so like a few 
months ago I saw an ENT to try and because I thought maybe it was um, my snoring that was affecting my sleep so much and if I fixed that mm. then I would fix my sleep mm. and I'd be able to sleep better and I'd be more energized and like it would have this flow and effect but then I saw an ENT and nothing came of it mm. not because she wasn't fabulous she was but like that's not the root cause yeah that's not the issue here like yeah. you can do these little changes and you'll be fine you yeah. know but it's not going to fix the rest of my life and I think that's what I keep wanting is a fix yeah I want something to heal me mm. I want something to make me feel better mm. because I just like I think about it so long term and like this ADHD stuff and like that's like partially like what's impacted the podcast production as well because like I get so hyper fixated on it Mm. and then something goes wrong in my life and I'm like actually no right now (laughs) I can't do it anymore yeah but I'll get so passionate about it for like a week yeah and then you won't hear from me yeah and I do that with so many aspects of my life Mm. like whether it's like budgeting whether it's like an arts and crafts thing it's like mm. getting my physical health on track like there's mm. so many things that I've tried this year and I look back on it and I'm like why are you doing that like you're you're like investing in all these things mm. you're spending money and they're going nowhere yeah, and like it's wild. just like the epitome of my my personality and it really frustrates me and like I just I'm so scared that if I if I actually go through with getting a diagnosis for ADHD that one it won't work they won't believe me because I'm too good at masking it mm. or two I will get a diagnosis I will get medicated but still nothing will change mm. and that is terrifying for me mm. because like my anxiety is so prevalent that like I'm not even thinking about like you know, getting better for the short term. Like I remember I was like seeing my psychologist and I was saying like, I don't know, like if this doesn't work, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life because I don't understand how I'm meant to live Mm. my life Mm -hmm. because like, like I want to be a mum one day. Mm. How am I ever going to be a parent and be a good parent but have these episodes where mm. I can't get out of bed, where I can't mm. brush my teeth. Like how am I actually expected to live my life to be like what, I don't know, society deems as normal and like but live with this in my head? Like mm. I, I don't get it. I don't think I can do it. Like I don't think I have that strength. Okay. It just stresses me out. Yeah. I'm stressed now. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. That's okay. That was mega deep. That's, I liked but it. But that's what. That's, but like, that's like that's that is, what's been happening. That's what's been my life. Like that's, that's what's your been brain consuming me for months. Absolutely. Like it is so fair, and it's consuming my thoughts constantly. Yeah. Fuck me. I'm sorry. Mm. That's wild. Yeah. Keep us updated. <laughs> No, I mean, like, and that's what we've just kind of been saying, like, like what we said at the start, like, we just, like, we're young women who just, like, don't prioritize ourselves, I guess. Mm. And, like, that is, like, a tale as old as time. Yeah. And so we're working on it and you're working on it and I can tell that you're working on it and that's awesome. Bloody trying. But it's fucking hard. It's so hard. Anyway, 
what's been going on with you? <laughs> You've had <laughs> an exciting year. Have I? Europe. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't even, like, literally this year, when you said it feels like it's been a week, it actually feels like it's been a week. Like Literally. Um, basically... Um, this whole year for me was dedicated to finally going to Europe after COVID and doing year 12 in COVID and everything. I was like, I need to leave. Mm. So I just left. So I went to Europe for three months, which was awesome. I don't even, I think I went to like 12, 13 countries. Yeah. Which is just so like, cool. It blows my mind that you can do that. Like yeah. on one continent. Yeah. It's pretty wild. And like. It? Australia's just so different. Yeah, yeah, and we're so far from everything as well. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was awesome. And, like, aside from that, like, <laughs> I <laughs> – what else did I do? I went to Fiji by myself. That was weird. Yeah, um, I was meant to go with you, but we yeah, just, just – like, like, again, it was, like, a hyperfixation. Yeah. Like, we spoke about it, got really excited, and then never talked about it again. Minute. Yeah. And then it was happening, and I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> whoops. Whoops. Next time. <laughs> Next time I accidentally buy tickets to a foreign country. Um, yeah, so I went to Fiji for a week by myself. That was funny. Um, what else have I been doing? I've been working a lot. I've just been really working a lot, which is not great. I am a bit of a workaholic, and I, I know you are too. Um, I just, I don't know, I don't like not being busy. Mm-hmm. And so this year has been a really big version of that yeah um yeah I think now that I've been back for like two months I I feel like I've grown up (laughs) I feel like a bit older I feel a bit wiser and that's so like cliche and like my mum said to me the other day she's like I just know Europe changed you because like you just don't cry as much (laughs) and I'm just like Sorry? Why is that so funny? And I'm just like, Mum, that's because I'm really medicated and I don't have emotions anymore. I'm a bit of a robot. <laughs> um, Jinkies. Yes. Damn. So that was a bit – so, yeah, that's been a bit of a wake-up call. And, like, also, like, my housemate has just been, like – like, the other day he's like, you've just been – like, ever since you got back from Europe, like, you're just on one. Like, you are just, I don't know, like, I loved you before Europe, but I'm just really loving you post-Europe. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, maybe Europe did do something for me. Like, maybe you did. Um, which is cool. It's just weird, though. Like, you, when you're there, you don't think you're, like, it's going to change your life. <laughs> but it did. But it, no, I don't think it changed my life. I think it just, like, exposed me to some things that I hadn't been exposed to before and, mm. you know, kind of forced me to, like, do some stuff Yeah, that I, like, wasn't used to and etc etc but I don't know like yeah I did I made a lot of like changes to my life like I went into an open relationship for a bit which was a bit wild um it's not a thing anymore no we decided to rein it in (laughs) Um, I didn't know that (laughs) yeah well that's that's probably gonna be a whole episode I reckon yeah um that little story so little sneak peek <laughs> um, Miranda's sexual journey. Um, Slay. But no, I think, yeah, kind of just realized I'm probably also quite autistic. So, yeah, that's like definitely something that's on the cards for 2024. Yeah. <laughs> definitely like ignoring that one. So, um, but. You should go see my psychologist. She's I really good. I am tempted. Um, no, I <laughs> am. 
I've got to uni next year. I applied for uni and I got in, which is exciting. Yay. I've been to uni before, but I just didn't love it. And I wasn't really at a point in my life where I felt like I was ready to do it. Um, but no, I'm going to go back next year, which is cool. And um, that's that's kind of it. <laughs> that's like a lot, though. It is a little bit of a lot. Um, yeah, no, I'm actually really excited. Like, I'm just going to commit to it for a year and like see how I go. And if I hate it, I'm probably just going to force myself to do it for the year and just, mm-hmm. like, yeah, kind of grind it out. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I've never really done that. And, like, I really admire people who do. Mm. Um, and I don't know. That's kind of, yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment. Um, but, yeah, this year was definitely a bit, like, it was kind of just, like, focused on, like, getting to Europe, doing Europe, and then getting back from Europe, like, not really knowing what was next. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, for me... It's actually really exciting to, like, not be thinking about Europe anymore because for ages I was like, oh, I can't do this. I can't buy this. Like, I can't go to this place because, like, I have to save money for Mm. Europe. Whereas now you can just be. Yeah, I can just, like, actually, like, oh, what do I want to do next year? Like, It's really nice. Um, And, like, I met some really awesome, interesting people in Europe. Um, (laughs) That's such a wanky thing to say, sorry. Um, (laughs) But... Uh, yeah, I met a lot of really cool people who kind of, like, exposed me to, a, a, like, and opened my eyes up a little bit more to, like, what I could be doing and mm. where I could be going. And Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was really awesome. Um, and I think, you know, everything going on in the world at the moment, like, it's a pretty depressing time to be alive. Yeah, bloody oath. I, like... Like, I, I don't really want to go too much into it because I feel like I'm not... Like, I'm going to acknowledge it, but I'm also not going to, like, go into it because I don't think I'm articulate enough to actually discuss it. And I don't yeah. think I have the capacity to, you know, build my knowledge on it right now because I think I actually – it is a bit too overwhelming for me. Like, yeah. I – because I have I read about it, I do. I think that's really okay as well. Like, there's been a lot of – there's been so much that happened yeah. in the world, like, politically this year. Yeah. And it – like, I feel like we don't acknowledge how, like, mentally draining it is mm. to be alive in a society where mm. things are that fucked up. Yeah. And, like, for me, like, I was in Morocco three months ago, you know? Like, mm. I was in um, what's not part of the Middle East but, like, in the Middle Eastern world. Mm. And that world is so beautiful and, like, all I wanted to do was stay there and explore more. Like I and like you know, especially coming back, I was like, the next place I really want to go is North Africa and the Middle East. Like that's all I want to do. I really want to explore those worlds and like because the people were incredible. It was so interesting, the culture was, and the history was so interesting. And now, like because like when I got back, I was like, I want to, I want to go to Egypt. I want to go to Turkey. I want to go to um, Jordan. I want to, you know, I wanted to do it all. Mm. And now, like with everything that's going on, like I was literally like one of my friends is from Israel and she was just in Israel like a month ago, yeah. you know? And it's just like, it's, it's really full on to kind of just like be in a place and then get home. And we are in this fucking bubble here in Australia. Like we are so sheltered mm. and to see it all kind of play out in the media. Yeah. It's really, it's a lot. And like, I don't really know. I don't really know how to talk about it. I don't really know how mm. to articulate it in the right way because yeah it is really hard to articulate yourself about things these days because yeah a lot of you know we are in a very p- 
political world at the moment, a very politically correct world. Mm. Um, and it's really, yeah, it is really hard to, like, talk about things. Yeah. I, like, I understand holding people to account. Absolutely. Um, but I think we also need to allow for human error. Um, yeah. And, like, it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to be uneducated. In terms of political correctness. Yeah. Is. Like, it's okay to, like, I don't know, be a little bit uneducated. But yeah. if someone talks to you about it and tries to educate you, like, listen. Yeah. I think that's a really important thing. I that think listening is very important. Yeah, absolutely. At the moment. But, yes. Anyway. Um, I think that kind of leads us in, like, a little bit to what we want to – Bring to the podcast. Yes. Which is a new segment. <laughs> um, um, clued up or clueless. <laughs> yeah, we, yes. love, we love a bit of a play on words. Oh, um, cliche. The cliche. Yes. It's a um, bit lame. But we love it. No, we are a bit lame. Um, but we... <laughs> we yeah, we kind of came up with this idea just because we felt like we were talking about these issues that we were passionate about but we also wanted to like bring it in to um your lives and people have and things that are happening in just you know our immediate circles and uh, immediate like news cycles and things like that Mm. so um but we yeah so that's kind of like the clued up aspect we wanted to be a little bit more aware and talk about things more current yeah um and then the clueless aspect is Similar to what we do with our guests on the podcast when we kind of ask them for their clueless story, we're going to kind of give our own clueless stories every episode. Yeah. Because, like, everyone needs a little bit of a laugh and you need to be having they a sure little do. bit of a laugh at yourself. Yeah. Um, so that's sure kind do. of what we're wanting to do. Yeah. Um, so shall we jump in then? I think we should jump in. Let's start with you. Me? Yeah. Okay. Which are we doing clued up? I think clued up. I don't know if I've got a clued up for this week but or this month or whatever it is. Mine but. happened last night. <laughs> fabulous okay <laughs> and it's and it's kind of sad it's kind of scary um oh, okay sorry but i'll, I'll no. follow it up with my my clueless story which is funny okay um, amazing so my <laughs> it is kind of depressing i'm sorry so basically last night i was it was like i think it was half past 12 i was asleep at my home and i was woken up to um glass smashing outside my house and um, lots of loud noises and then um, cars kind of revving and oh speeding my down my street and down like the – because we're right off a main road as well, so down the main road as well. And so that kind of happened and, you know, when you wake up and you're a bit delirious and you're not really sure what's going on and then my housemate in the room next to me just starts screaming, what the fuck? What oh the God. fuck? What the fuck? And I'm just like – so I get up out of bed and I'm just like, babe, you good? Like, are you good? And she's like, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah, I did. And she's like, did someone just, like, steal a car outside our house? And I was just like, what the fuck is happening? It was very much, like, you know, bit deli- – like, she had just gotten home, like, maybe, like, half an hour, an oh hour goodness. earlier. So she was still awake. So she was very much, like – she was like, it felt like it was right out my window. Yeah. And I'm like, are our – did our cars just get stolen? Like, uh, no, our cars didn't get stolen, by the way. It was probably just, like, That's, on the main road. Yeah. And we just kind of heard it and it sounded very close to us because we are just off the main road. Um, main road. The main road. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how that, why that happened. Um, but, yeah, it just kind of was, like, 
it was very intense and then i was like are you good are you good she's like yeah you good i'm like yeah it's a bit spooky but like yeah anyway so then i went, went back to bed and like my i was like to my partner i was like that was fucked and he was like completely out of it like absolutely no so idea typical. <laughs> no idea what had happened barely heard anything didn't think anything of it and i was like me and so there's two women in my house me my housemate and then my partner and then another housemate who's a boy both the boys no reaction and then myself Bruh. and my housemate were both like what the fuck what the fuck anyway and so then i'm in bed and i'm just like what i'm thinking is like i feel like i need to check on my car like yeah that would be really really annoying if my car was stolen like there's nothing valuable in said car mm-hmm. but still it's traumatizing as we've learned from past experiences <laughs> yes we have our car has been robbed before together anyway um <laughs> anyway and so then i'm kind of like in bed and i'm kind of just like shitting bricks a little bit just kind of like that panic that sets in of just like I want to check on my car but also like that immediate fear of just like what if I open the door and I get shot <laughs> like what ah! just like a criminal outside my house um and then that just got me thinking like it's actually a really scary time to be a woman yep it sure do be um there's I think I read something um on the news today or yesterday that it was like in the last 10 or like in the last month 10 women have been killed in australia by the um by the five in the last month by their partners yes or something like that something like that and it's just ridiculous it's it's actually really scary yeah it's just awful and then like the media coverage is just not there and then when it Mm. is there it's not focused on the victim no it's focused on the perpetrator yeah and how their life is ruined and they were this incredible person yeah what about the woman who is dead? Like, are you are you shitting me right now? Yeah. Like, it's so frustrating to see. It's full on. And like, unless there was these people out there advocating mm. for those women who were being murdered, like mm. we wouldn't even hear about it. Mm. And it was like really interesting. I was in a training yesterday, and one of my friends and colleagues that was in that training with me said, because it was a, like about consent, and she's like, I find it really frustrating that advocates in like the consent and sexual health space are only advocates and are only getting a platform because they've already experienced something and I thought damn that's like so true like there's so many like people that are having their voices heard, like Brittany Higgins per se, like she's having her voice heard because she had to stand up in front of a room and say, I was raped. Like that's a freaking awful thing to do. And like I guess like as an advocate, as a victim survivor, I can say that like it it is awful and like I do get – why does That's, it take like having it happen to you to be able to even fucking get any traction whatsoever? Exactly. Like it's frustrating as hell. It's very frustrating. Yes. And so I was just Yeah, I think it's just a scary time to be a woman and like specifically a woman of color. Like I can't speak on that experience myself, but like I just couldn't imagine mm. how it is at the moment. Yeah. Like it's very scary. Yeah. It's absolutely. very scary. And like that's just kind of like I don't know. So, and yeah, I was just kind of in bed and I was just kind of sitting there and you know, when you just like don't want to move because mm. you're so scared. Mm. And I was like, and then I got a little bit frustrated because like my partner was just next to me, sound asleep, yeah. like not having to think about that. 
And I was like, that's shit. That's Mm. frustrating. And, like, I'm not angry at him or anything. Like, it's not their fault. But it's an interesting, like, thing to confront is Mm. when, like, you have a partner that is, like, unconditionally supportive Mm. and really, um, like, up to date on social issues and you Mm. have, like, very similar political values and all of that, but sometimes there's still those situations where you just go, you don't get it. Yeah, you never had to feel this. You will never get it. And it was so, like, and it was literally the other day I was just, like, watching the news, like, the ABC news, and then, like, 7.30 was on afterwards on ABC, and they did a, did a you know, a piece about domestic violence in teenage relationships and mm-hmm. how the numbers of young girls, teenage girls, like, under the age of 18, and the numbers of those, like, the, the figures on the likelihood of them being physically assaulted by their partner their male partner um and it's very scary yeah it's very very scary um and i'm just like what the fuck Mm. like what the fuck like oh it's full on mate anyway so that's my like clued up little little excerpt it is and it's and it's sad and scary and but it's also like I'm sure a lot of other women listening to this podcast have had the exact same experience. Yeah, like, 100%. I've had someone, like, break into my room while I was at home, like, two young boys, like, try to get in my front window when I was home alone. And, yeah, I thought I was either going to die or get raped. Like, mm. just instantly. Yeah. And I, yeah, I froze. I seriously froze. And, like, that happened to me last night as well. And I'm just like, fuck, how many times am I going to have to, like, <laughs> just feel this yeah. in this fucking room? Yeah. It's very – it's traumatizing. Absolutely. It um, I'm sorry you experienced that. Oh, it's, I mean, that's okay. But, like – I mean, it's not okay, but it's yeah. just – yeah, it's cooked. It's yeah. pretty cooked. Mm, it's very, very um, cooked. So that's my little clued up. Yeah. I feel like I don't really have the clued up at the I moment. I feel like you brought in – And I feel like that is, like, that – that's the point of the clued up segment is for us to just discuss it. Yeah. Amazing. Um, well, I'm very intrigued to hear your clueless story. You've heard your clueless, my clueless story, but the listeners haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> that happened like, I probably happened like two, three weeks ago now. Um, so post Europe, I obviously got back from Europe definitely larger than I had left. I ate a lot in Europe. I ate a lot of food and I did, you know, I was doing a lot of walking, a lot of exercise, but like I was also just eating a lot because mm. food in Europe's bloody good. I have no idea where this story is going. I oh, don't you know should why know. I don't anyway, know Anyway, so I got back from Europe and like the the body dysphoria has been popping, guys. Let me just say this. Like I have never hated my, my body more. <laughs> like it's awful. <laughs> anyway, we're going to laugh about it, but it's really shit. Um... <laughs> The eating disorder, she's popping. She's popping. Anyway, um, well, that's the story for another time. So I have um, been wanting to go to Pilates. Oh! <laughs> and my my partner's older brother's girlfriend, so like my sister-in-law, we'll just say, um, has been going to Pilates for quite a few months. She's like, you should come. You should come. You would love it. And it's like, in my suburb, I was like, yes, I will come. And she was like, all right, great. I'm going at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I I hate waking up early. Let's do this. And so I booked in. It was like, because you can bring a friend for free. So I didn't have to pay. And I get there. It turns out it's hot Pilates. <laughs> so hot Pilates, for anyone who doesn't know, is you go into a room with heaters on. So 
like a workout space with heaters that make the room like 36 to 38 degrees, which is just fucked. Can I just say? <laughs> it's just a stupid idea. It's just a terrible idea. I don't know why we do it. Anyway, so we go on there. Mind you, it's not even 7 a.m. yet. Like it is quarter to seven. I literally was in bed like, you know, like, why am I doing this myself? But no, like, Emma's expecting me to be there. I'm going to go. I'm going to prove to myself I can do this. <laughs> Mind you, when I rocked up, I was still asleep, mate. Like, I yeah. was, I definitely shouldn't have driven. I was way too tired. I didn't eat before I went. I had just woken up, so barely drank any water. Like, you know, the normal amount when you wake up. But also, I'd been asleep for fucking eight hours. So, you know. So, I get there and we're doing the workout and it's hot. I'm sweating dick. Like, it's <laughs> fucked. But... The workout goes for 45 minutes. About half an hour in, I'm feeling okay. Like, I know I'm unfit, but, like, that's fine. When I'm unfit, I get really nauseous. I wasn't nauseous, so I'm like, I'm killing this. This is awesome. And anyway, like, so then we're doing squats and lunges. Mind you, squats are fine. Lunges can suck my penis. Like, actually, lunges, whoever enjoys doing lunges is a spawn of Satan. Um... But no, so we're doing lunges with dumbbells, mind you. So I've got like two, three kilogram dumbbells in my hands and I'm like doing squats. And then all of a sudden I'm like mid squat, mid or like mid lunge, whatever. And I'm just like, ooh, I'm a little bit lightheaded. Like I should probably sit down after this set. Like, oh, I might need to sit down. Neck minute, I hit the fucking deck, mate. I black out, like fully just pass the fuck out. I wake up like all of a sudden and like there's just literally people over me like you see when like a protagonist in a movie faints and it's from their POV and everyone's like crowded around them and everything's like <laughs> the lights shining down and you're like it's a fucking TV screen you know and like literally all these these poor like Pilates people are just like hey babes you've just you're just at Pilates you just fainted <laughs> literally that's what they said to me and I'm like where the fuck am I like I have never fainted in my life, oh my ne- not, not know what that shit's like. So apparently I was passed out for 30 seconds oh my goodness. and I was seizing. I was, I had dumbbells in my hand. So I hit the deck really hard, like, yeah. like hit like the concrete floor, oh like God. fully on my head. And so, and like seizing. So they thought I was having a seizure. Yeah. I'm not epileptic. I don't have seizures. Mm. I've never had a seizure. I've never fainted. Anyway, and so then I'm like passed out and they're like, hey, babe, you've just fainted. You're Pilates. Um, And so, and then like we've had to call an ambulance because you hit your head so hard. And my poor friend Emma is just there like, I've killed her. I've actually <laughs> killed her. Like, she's dead. Um, And so it's there. It's like hot as dick. And like they've had to cancel the class. Like mm. everyone, I'm like just passed out. And they're like, all right, guys, we'll refund you. Like class is over. Um, and basically, yeah, I like fainted, got a concussion oh my God. from hitting the deck so hard and had to go in the ambulance, had to go to hospital at like 7.30am in the morning. I had to text my partner pretty much being like, hey, have you left for work yet? He's like, no, I'm like, maybe don't. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I'm just in the ambo, just in the ambulance, just fainted at Pilates. Um, and he's like, oh my God. And I was so out of it. You know, like I've got a concussion. I'm confused as hell. Mm. Like having a great time. Love. And also, um, I never paid my ambulance insurance. So now I'm in debt to the ambulance oh, company shit. about two grand. Oh, so shit. 
I that's very much a clueless moment. So, oh, gosh. um, yeah, right into the theme of the podcast though. Like anything that isn't covered in mainstream curriculum, um, ambulance insurance. Yeah, why? Do, why is that not taught? Why? Is, why are we relying just on our parents solely to teach us about that? Because my mum, you know, obviously bickered me about it to for me to get it but like I didn't know it was that important yeah but I've never had that conversation with anyone in my family you never think you're gonna need an ambulance yeah which is literally why you need to pay $40 a year for ambulance insurance Mm, damn so yeah really silly of me but honestly such a funny story um but yeah now I've been banned from hot pilates but I have gone back since (laughs) I did go back because my best friend is an is instructor and I wanted to go to her class did she do hot pilates yeah I went to hot pilates oh my god learn your lesson no, I refuse. I will not be beaten. But no, no, I, <laughs> I will not be beaten. I okay, then. I have been going to Reformer Pilates, which is like the machine one, yeah. which is not in a 38 degree space. It's more Fabulous. like a nice 20. Amazing. And I've been loving it. So I love that. We love you. Pilates. But no, um, yeah, that was a bit fun. That's nuts. I realize I do have a clueless story. Hit me. Um, did you hit the deck at Pilates? I same. did not hit the deck at the Pilates, but... I recommend. I did have an experience of sorts. Um, so, I've recently been on holidays. You have? I have. I went to Fraser Island with a big group of friends, which was Good. lovely, beautiful. Oh, Kagari now, actually, isn't it? Um, so, I went to Kagari. Uh, for two weeks, which mm-hmm. was amazing. So I was there with, like, my brother and his partner and then, like, a big group of our friends. Yeah. Um, and my partner, Ethan, was there. So fabulous time. Anyway, um, Kigari is very isolated. There's, like, not – It's an island. It's it's an island. It's a sand island. Um, And so there's, like, n- not toilets at most of the campsites or anything mm-hmm. like that. So then one night I needed to go to the toilet. And mm-hmm. it just happened that I needed to do number two. Um, she had to go poo Yeah, I needed to poop. Um, and it was going to be my first bush poo of the trip, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I've obviously, I've done a bush poo before, but mm-hmm. it was my first one of this trip. It's mm-hmm. been a hot minute. Mm. And so it's it's nighttime, it's dark, and so I grabbed the shovel and off I go. A trowel? No, it was a shovel. Oh, God. Yeah, shovel. Um so like hand shovel or like foot shovel foot shovel like Whoa. big 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 shovel like um you're you're making you're starting a, a dig on a big project yeah 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 i'm cool. digging a china yeah. um and so I, I go for a walk and it's nice because like if you're like going up a hill you can use it as like a like get you up the hill you know nice because it's it's a walking stick yeah it's great it's, it's fabulous mul- it's multifaceted yeah it's fabulous anyway off i go to find a private spot to do my business, Good. right? And um, it's dark, obviously, and so I've got, like, my phone in one hand and the shovel in the other. And then so I get to a place where I can do my business and I was like, okay, I think this is good. Like the dunes behind me, trees are here, perfect. And so I'm kind of, because I've got my phone in one hand, I'm kind of like just digging a half-assed hole with the shovel um, with one hand, but it's all sand because it's a sand island. So it was easy, easy as pie. Anyway, finished digging my hole. Stab the shovel in the in the sand and kind of go to get situated. Yeah. <laughs> Pull my pants down. Yeah. Start squatting. Yeah. And about to release the turtle. <laughs> yeah. Something moves in no. front of me. Ugh. Turtle went back in its shell, that's for sure. Yeah, mate. <laughs> I that's, was. There was no turtle left. Yeah. Woo! It um, evaporated. Yeah, no. So I was like, holy shit, what was that? And then I'm kind of looking, I'm like, 
that's a scaly something. Nah. Um, and so I'm like, it's, it's still, so I was like shining my light on it. I'm like, oh fuck. I was like, is that a snake? Is it a lizard? Like, I'm not quite sure because it's fairly small. Yeah. It's moving. No, there's no legs on that bad boy. No. Anyway, you know what? I'm just going I'm I'm to walk away. I'm going to pass away. <laughs> so I just kind of like back away and then move elsewhere yeah. to go and do my business. Yeah. And so I end up on like the top of the dune, which I don't know why I did this. I think I was just like thinking crazily because I just had this experience with a snake that was literally like a foot away from my vagina. And then so I'm like – on top of a dune and I like drop my dax am doing my business and then I'm like this is a fucking terrible spot to choose because I'm on a dune that leads over to the beach and I see headlights in the distance there's people driving down the beach I'm like oh my god okay I've gotta hurry this up and then I'm thinking shit this stinks there was just dingoes on the beach. They're going to come and eat me because my shit smells. And I was just, like, having this, like, moment. I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on in my life? And then so I'm just, like, rushing through. And then, anyway, I finish up. I don't get seen by these people that are, like, still driving down the beach. That's fabulous. I finish before they get to me. And then I just go back and I walk past where I was originally going to go. And, like, the snake is still there. Mm. And so I go back to the, like camp with all our friends I'm like guys I nearly just shit on a snake and they kind of look at me they're like what I was like I nearly just squatted on a snake they're like no way I was like it's still there so then like my brother and one of our other friends they're coming with me and I'm like showing them where it is I was like look there it is they're like oh shit there's actually a snake I was like did you not believe me or what (laughs) anyway then my brother grabs like a stick and he's poking it and stuff and kind of like seeing like we want to see what kind of snake it is yeah and he's like oh I think it's like a carpet python or something and I was like well they're not venomous like that's fine anyway we take a few photos the next day when we move to a different campsite and we have reception yeah um I google I was like huh it's a pretty like distinctive snake because it's got a yellow tail no it was a death adder what the fuck like the fourth most venomous snake in the world what the anything with the name death in yeah it? literally it's not a good start no it was a death adder staring at my vagina at my vulva she was just like hello that is the wrong kind of snake you want looking at your cooch <laughs> to get it that was a penis joke. <laughs> anyway, that was That's my fucked. that was my near death experience. That's fucked. Um, I went to an Australia Zoo a few days later, like once we got right. off the island. Did you see a death? Adder? I did see a death adder. This did it one, look at you the same to the guy like, hey, we've met before. Yeah, <laughs> no, this one. I've seen you in a different light. Yeah, this one thankfully was behind glass, Good. which I would appreciate Let's the first time. Like I remember, I like, called my mum and told her about it. And then I sent her the photo that we had of the death adder mm-hmm. from the island. She's like, oh, it doesn't look that scary. And I was like, yeah, say that when it's staring at Evolver. Yeah. It's still a snake, though. Like, like snakes, regardless. Like, it's um, a snake. Yeah. And, like. Even if it is not ven- venomous. Like, yeah. It, that's still pretty scary. And, like, imagine, like, my mind, obviously, because it's me and I'm an overthinker, um, my mind went to, like, what if you get bitten on the vault? Like, yeah, well, I don't know what what would happen. Because, like, with snakes, like, you want to, like, compress, like, you don't want to, like, tourniquet or anything. Like, that's mm. dangerous. But you want to, like, compress it. Mm. How do you compress that? You'd have to wrap up, like... Yeah, I don't know. 
Anyway. I'd just give up. I'd be like, yeah, cool. This is how like, I go. Good story. I'm squeezing. Like, I'm clenching right now because it's uncomfortable to think about being bitten down there by a snake. No, thank you. Anyway. That was my clueless moment. Um, that's a, so that's a new. That's a anyway, new for anyone. When you're doing a bush poo, don't be clueless. Check your surroundings and check your surroundings. It's that happened. I remember a friend went on a hike once and she got bitten on the butthole by a spider and had to go to the doctor and be like, "Hey, mate, got bitten on the ass yeah. by a spider." Fabulous. You I love that. Ideal. That's a bit. That's an itchy situation. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on. But yeah, look. We'll we'll wrap it up shortly because it's we've gone longer than we thought we had than yeah. we would have. But that's classic us. I know we're, it's like we get talking and we're, we're like, damn, we've actually we're not seen each other in a while. Better we're talk shit for a while. That's fucked. I want to see the photo of the snake later. Um, I might just have to post it on Instagram for everyone might. to see. Um, you just might. But we'll we'll wrap it up. Just kind of we've kind of talked about what the new season is going to look like a little bit, but. Simply put, it's going to be a year-long season, Yeah. all right? So it's going to go for 12 months. You're going to get a new episode every month. Yeah. So get fucking keen. Put it in your diaries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be, yeah, so 12 episodes, as I said, um, and we're going to have six guests this season. Um, well, like six episodes with a guest on it. Yeah. Um, and the next one is coming next month. We recorded it quite a few months ago when we, like, really thought we were going to be uh, releasing more. Yeah. And I remember I left that recording and I was, was just like, beautiful. that's one of my favourite episodes that I've ever recorded. I, it was awesome. So I'm really, really excited for you guys to listen to that one. <laughs> but the basically what we're going to do is like 12 episodes, six with guests, and then six with just us, us. your little your little besties, your yeah. sisters, um, just having a little chat. Anyway, we should wrap it up because... Anything to add? I don't think so. I'm just super excited. I'm, I'm excited so too. So excited. 2024, I 2023 as like a number itself is ugly. I don't like how <laughs> 2023. It's a grotty. It just you know 2022 is such a nice like just the twos yeah. and then 2024 is like a nice it's, even number. Yeah. 2023 it can go fuck itself. Yeah, that's gross. Um, Agreed. Yeah, that's the death adder of years. I'm just <laughs> not into it. Um, but yeah, so 2024 is gonna be awesome. Yeah, we're gonna start it. A month early. Hells yeah. So get bloody keen. Um, so this is your little taste, um, your little intro back to us. So you're not like going it's head been, first into it. And it's been just as chaotic. Oh, as, it's been chaotic. Yeah. Like this is not what this episode was meant to go like. Like no. it was. <laughs> this episode I'm pretty sure we're like, oh yeah, like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. 45 minutes later. Fuck me dead. Anyway, we love you. Thank we you so you. much for all your support. And we will see you the next episode. Um, in like a month. Yeah. Bitches. Cannot wait. In a month. Please reach out to us on socials. Please do. Check. We, yeah, we've missed you guys. We've missed you so much and we love engaging with you all. So yes. stay fresh, stay fun, stay fine. And as always, stay clueless. Stay clueless. Love you all. Love Goodbye. You.